You've tuned in to the Uplift and Inspired Podcast with your host, Dom the Motivator. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode on the Uplift and Inspired Podcast with your host, Dom the Motivator. And today, guys, we're going to simply talk about mindfulness, mental health in 2020, as I like to call it, the COVID era. Now, 2020 was a very, very difficult year for so many people. And um, though there were a lot of tragedies and a lot of death, and we have to acknowledge that, which is heartbreaking, right? We also have to acknowledge that a barrier was broken. And when I say a barrier was broken, I, broken, I literally mean a barrier was broken. And that, that's with mental health. For so long, we have not taken our mental health very seriously. For so long, we have kind of laughed and joked and really not just thought about the importance of having mental stability. We have not taken seriously enough how tragedies and traumas have affected us. I can tell you personally, being an African American, there are a lot of things that we are taught as a culture that go against getting help when it comes to our mental health whether that be keeping things within the family unit, of course, because of history that validates that. But we have to move past that. We have to learn how to get to a place where we feel more comfortable and confident stepping outside of the family unit and knowing that there are professionals that are licensed and um, they, they can't go against HIPAA. HIPAA being one of the major protective uh, protection protection laws that helps people be able to go to doctors and you know uh, psychologists and therapists and counselors and whatnot, and they don't have to worry about their business being exposed because if any of those individuals really value all of the hard work of their education, they value the oath that they put forward. There is no amount of information that should allow them to cross those boundaries and that oath that they have put in place. As I like to tell my therapy clients and my life coaching clients, there is not one piece of information that could equate to $170,000 in student loans and debt that it has cost me all of the blood, sweat, and tears, the stress that I had to go through to finally make it to a point to have a livelihood and do the thing that I'm very passionate about. And so I would hope that that's the case with all uh, licensed clinicians and individuals that have had to work hard for their licenses. And so now we've come to a point where 
because of 2020, we no longer have to look at mental health as being this taboo thing. For so long, mental health has been looked at as if it's the witch of the wild west. It's been looked at as the the creepy uncle or uh you know the the black sheep cousin, right? It is something that all of us have in common. As different as we are, as unique as we are, as passionate, as driven, as beautiful as we are as people, mental health is something we all have in common. I like to explain to individuals that mental health is just like this. You either have unhealthy mental health or you have healthy mental health. If you have been in very toxic situations, more than likely you have started to become comfortable in the midst of chaos, as I like to call it. And in the midst of chaos, I mean, though there are things you recognize as being unhealthy when it comes to your mental health, you also have become comfortable in that. And though it's not the fact that it it brings you this comfort and peace, it's something that's familiar. Being familiar with things often can be a crutch for us. It It can be a hindrance. And we have to be mindful of that. But 2020 came through, knocked everything off the shelf, right? It was like a temper tantrum came through. It stopped literally everything. It made us pay attention to what we haven't been in a very long time, and that's our mental health. For years, some of us have wanted to go and speak with a therapist or talk to someone about the abandonment issues that we face whether it be our mother, father, or parental figure that was not there the way we needed them to be there. Many of us have wanted to talk about the uh, abuse that has occurred in their life, whether it be mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And yet we've allowed ourselves to stay captive for so long from fear of embarrassment, from fear of the outcome, from fear of being shunned, from fear of being looked at as if you're this crazy person, right? Well, I'm here to tell you something. There is nothing crazy about taking care of your mental health. If we can go out and get all of the Apple or Android products and spend hundreds of dollars on that, if we can go out and get the the best of the best food and outfits and devices and We can throw extravagant parties and we can take care of other people. We can take 50 minutes a week or every other week or once a month and we can check in about our mental health. As I often tell people, if we are the only ones that can help someone when they're going through a crisis or they need to talk, That means we need better boundaries and we need to help that other person grow their network. 
if something is happening and I'm the only person that an individual can go to, I've been a horrible friend or loved one because it is my duty if I notice that, which I would hope so if I, if I consider myself to be a good friend, I would hope that I notice if someone that loves me and I love them and I want the best for them, I should be able to notice and address if they are dependent, if they haven't expanded their circle, if they aren't willing to go past their boundaries because of fear. It becomes my duty as a friend and as a loved one to say, hey, I think that we need to work on this. I can be a support to you, but I want you to seek out someone that can help you with that. Now, let's be real, right? A lot of times that just isn't the case for one reason or another, another, right? We don't want our friends to feel as if something's wrong with them. We don't want our loved ones to feel like, you know, they're just so much to handle that we have to pass them off to someone else. But that's not the case. The truth of the reality is you are not a trained professional. And if you are a trained professional, I would say don't cross that boundary when it comes to providing help. Now, I can give a lot of advice to my friends or family, right? But one thing I vowed to myself, at least, as a boundary for myself and to keep things very clear, is that when it comes to therapy or it comes to uh, life coaching, anything related to mental health or mindfulness, I've decided that I am not going to provide those things to my loved ones or people are that, that are extremely close to me. And the reason being is therapy and life coaching can often be outlets. And what happens, honestly, with our family and friends is we want to protect them. We don't want to hurt their feelings. We don't want to say something and then have to explain why the heck we feel the way we do. We don't want someone to hijack our emotional journey. We want want someone that can listen to us and not be judgmental. We don't want that fear of someone coming back and and wanting us to change or uh, express why we have felt the way we felt when we disclosed something that was near and dear to us in a moment of vulnerability. So I encourage life coaches. I encourage mental health therapists. I encourage psychologists and psychiatrists, counselors, recommend that highly because we have to be able to identify even if you've come to a point where you feel like hey things are going okay relatively I would still say hey just check into it because a trained professional a licensed clinician is going to see something differently than what it is that you see Now, I'm not saying just, you know, hop into therapy with anyone or life coaching with anyone. Find someone that you gravitate towards. You want someone that you're comfortable with. 
oftentimes one thing that I hear across the board with my clients, whether they be life coaching clients or therapy clients, is that I'm relatable. They didn't feel the pressure to impress impress me when meeting me. They didn't feel the need to put on this facade and this this face and this smile that society often tells us that we must wear or else. I consider myself to be very untraditional. Yes, I pass the exams, I pass the boards, and I'm licensed, and all of that stuff that proves that I'm this knowledgeable person, right? But the fact of the reality is, if people wanted a textbook, they could simply go and pick up a textbook and they could read it. I choose not to speak with my clients as if they are, um, you know, only, only reduced to being textbook readers. We are human. We are flawed. There are things that affect us on a daily basis. I would not be doing any justice to any client that I've ever seen or that I will see if I just threw a textbook at them. Now, granted, I do give homework, right? Because we have to have a tracking system. And a lot of times as humans, we are kind of out of sight, out of mind. So I dedicate myself to mental health. I think it's very, very important. And I can say that being a person that sat on the other side of the, on the couch before. A person that sat on the other side of the camera before when I was younger and figuring out how to get past traumas, how to get past hurts, how to live and not exist. And so 2020, though very harmful to many of us on many levels, opened the floodgates for mental health to be normalized. So if you are hearing this podcast right now, I challenge you. I challenge you to take your mental health serious. You may say, Dom, how do I even start? Well, check out Psychology Today. That's that's a platform that I use uh, for my personal, like for my therapy practice, as well as that's where I found my first therapist. And trust me, I had to, I went through two or three therapists before I finally found the one for me. And so I like to tell people, finding a therapist is like going and getting those shoes that are going to be most comfortable, those jeans that fit you just right, or they're, they're not too tight, but they're not too loose. You want a therapist that fits into the mold that is your life. Not to conform, because their job is not to conform to your life. It's to help you through those challenging things, to uplift you, to inspire you, to encourage you to be better. But ultimately, you want someone and you need someone that is going to understand where you are. You don't want to have to explain your culture. You don't want to have to explain why it is that, you know, you just feel disconnected from your family or your friends. You want someone that you can tell your story and they hear you. And so I wanted to do tonight's podcast just over the effects that 2020 
has had. And to thank 2020 for knocking us around a little bit, you know, bringing hurt and pain, but also not just leaving us in a place where we cannot heal. And so though I don't like all of the outcomes of 2020, I thank 2020 because it has pushed more of us to finally address the elephant in the room, and that is our mental health. I thank you all for tuning in again with me on another Friday night. And uh, if you haven't already, make sure you follow us so that you can also get every episode that comes out. And remember, your mental health is key. You shouldn't be shorted. Don't shortchange yourself. You're worth it. Tune in every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Uplift and Inspire podcast with your host, Dom the Motivator. Thank you.